anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the podcast show where we talk about the movies of Tom Cruise, movie by movie, episode by episode. I am one of your hosts, Greg Schiegel, and with me... I am your other host, Chris Jeruso. And in this episode, we are cruising down the highway, and I think you know which highway it is. It's the highway to the danger zone, and the passenger in this car is a very, I'm going to say, a very important guest. Would you agree, Chris G? I think there you could not argue anybody is more important than he. Because were it not for this guest... I feel guest, like that could be argued, not well, to interject before you introduce me. Well, but. were it not for this guest, and we'll introduce you in a know, second. Now he's being very unprofessional, so maybe we need to rethink. Were it not for this guest, this show would not exist. Is that fair? That's fair. Because as people who listen to the pilot episode know, the birth of this show happened on my other podcast, Stuff Said, when this gentleman was a guest. We'll introduce you in a second. <laughs> the first four minutes of that show is us talking about Tom Cruise and the films of Tom Cruise. You, As, pl- you played it for me, and it was maybe the best part of that whole podcast, although you did only play that beginning part for me. So from what you've n- heard, it's not fair for me to say. From what you've heard, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah, that was the and, best segment that I heard. And we're going to introduce our guest in just a second. But we talked about Tom Cruise. We talked about Tom Cruise movies. The joke in that bit was the show would be called Cruise Control. We talked about Tom Cruise movies. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. It all started when this guest, and we'll introduce you in just one second. I don't know. It doesn't sound like he even got he got the name wrong because we went with a different name. Well, no. Well, I came up with the name Cruising Together later. But what's important to this is as I was adjusting the levels... On the mics, I said, I don't want to come in too hot. And this guy said, do you remember what you said? I don't remember what I said. (laughs) You said, it's starting to sound a little bit like Top Gun. (laughs) (laughs) Like when he was going to buzz the tower, they kept saying you're coming in too hot. Coming in too hot. And that's what really got us started. Let's, should we introduce our guest? Wait, before we introduce our guest. Okay, sure. I want to know. Specifically, as it pertains to the movie Top Gun, what does coming in too hot even mean? Like, he wanted to keep buzzing the tower or fly by real close. Yeah. What about getting close to them other than, like, wow, that's awesome how close that plane is to me, and he's flying very fast. Yeah. Like a hot shot. Yeah. Is that what they mean, coming in too hot? Like like a hot shot? Well, or it, is, is it, I will <laughs> say, in rewatching the movie, I don't remember anybody saying you're coming in too hot, but <laughs> I think it was a direct <laughs> reference to... If that guy spills his coffee, <laughs> that's going to hit him. It's going to come in real hot. I feel like it had We're to gonna do introduce- with the speed. Yeah. What's that? No. The speed. You're too fast. The no. shock wave. You think from that's all what it was? Speed. Yeah, you can fly yeah, like by our tower, but only if you slow down to about 60 miles an hour. No, it's a supersonic like shock wave. It shoots out and shakes Oh, it's everything. going to shatter the 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 windows. Yeah, it's you, too hot. Are you suggesting it would be like Will Smith's hit song Boom Shake 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 the Room? No. Okay, good, because that song stinks. That song is a complete ripoff of the House of Pain song, Shamrocks and Shenanigans, with the refrain, boom, shalak, lock, boom. Right. Well, I'd, say after, that, I'd say that they're both ripoffs. After of, parent, 
Uh, go go ahead. No, no, please. I haven't been introduced, so <laughs> no. I was just going to say, after, after parents just don't understand, I think Will Smith peaked there with the sawing stuff, right? Was was that before or after the Nightmare on My Street? Uh, yeah, I don't know. In, it was in that era. Chris, do you know? I, I don't know, but I would argue getting jiggy with it. Na, 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 na. Yeah. I would Wild, Wild West. Wild Wild West. Wicked Wicked Wild Wild West. Yeah, the song was infinitely better than the movie. Infinitely? Uh, infinitely. How about Summer, Summer, Summertime? Yes, that was that was pre-90s. Maybe it was like early, maybe it was like 91. That might have been 91. But it wasn't his late 90s like comeback. And it was after Parents Just Don't Understand. What song yeah, are we talking about? Summertime? Summertime by Will, Wilfred Smith. Summertime, I'm going to say, was summer of 91. Hmm, let's see. 1991. I remember that playing while trying to study for social studies finals. Released 11th May grade. 20th, 1991. There you go. Our guest is Jason Howard. Woohoo! How are you, Jason? Good, how are you guys? All right, this is also auspicious. Should we list his credits and such? Can I say why it's uh-huh. auspicious first? Yes. Jason's our first remote guest. Oh yeah. And I'm if this is a successful percent. recording, this this is a whole this is a game changer. A game changer. So blow the doors off. You'll be like one of the first podcasts with Skype guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, more interestingly, you froze a mid sentence just it's as you were saying that. Yeah, that's really the catch. Here is. It's Skype, which is amazing. Technologically, it's amazing. It's as close as we're get we've gotten to the Jetsons. We're we're in the future. We're in the future. We're but, in the future, but still before the Jetsons. But damned if the future isn't glitchy as hell. <laughs> it's all about. Is the... it? Go ahead. I, I said, if it gets glitchy, let me know, and I'll I'll mess with some stuff over here. Getting, what would you be messing with? Getting glitchy with it. No 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 no. I would uh, shut down my computer <laughs> and only only open the Skype app so there is nothing else competing with it. So how much stuff do you have open right now on your computer? I feel like we're really swinging off, but if you must know, the apps I have open are <laughs> I, you know what, Google Jason, Chrome. I must know. Apple Mail, Preview, Image Capture for Scanning, uh, Pages, Sketchbook Pro, Google SketchUp, Adobe Photoshop, Whoa. Adobe Illustrator, okay, Adobe Acrobat on. Pro, <laughs> iTunes, on. and Skype. Are you using and Photoshop right now? Am I, like, actively using it? Yeah. No. It's just on. Is there anything not, stopping you from quitting Photoshop? I can quit Photoshop in a hurry. Chris, do you think you should quit Photoshop? Isn't that the big memory hog? Uh, I don't know. I was going to suggest like anything that actually connects to the internet and uses the internet. That's good because it's all ba- it's about bandwidth. Like the, the Apple Mail. It's about bandwidth. He's probably getting like twenty pieces of mail every right. second. All right, I'm shut that down mail. for now. <laughs> I shut down mail. But right. you make a good point as far as memory allocation goes. Yeah, Photoshop. That's the big one. It's a big one. It's a big one. I think iTunes is big too, right? Isn't that a big one? Well, iTunes. Might be big, but it also talks to the internet because it's always updating and downloading stuff. Sometimes. Listeners, I have quit iTunes. Sweet. All right. Now we can really proceed and and let's talk about iTunes. What about it? It's that kind of that's a game changer right there. 
iTunes or yeah. MP3s? Both. All right, let's get back on topic. Back on topic. We're on this highway. We're cruising down this highway. I feel like the only thing we're missing on this highway is is call signs. Call signs. Yeah, Big Daddy. It's a good question. Yeah, that's a good point. Another good question. It's a good point. I thought about this as I was watching the movie, knowing that we were going to record this. Breaker, breaker. Because that was one of the coolest things, because they were like superheroes. Yeah. Like, as a kid, it had that same appeal, so right? Because everybody's got an awesome name. So the first... Like, oh, Maverick's cool. But wait a minute. Iceman, that's pretty awesome, That's too. pretty cool. So wait. Yeah. Jester, the, the fir- Viper. Uh, the first question. Viper. Viper is cool. Jester, Michael Ironside's character. Yeah. Remember how he was, like, hilarious through the whole movie? That's probably why they <laughs> called him Jester. Yeah, did you have a favorite? Favorite call sign? Of of the guys in in the motion picture, yeah, I think Iceman and Maverick are the easily yeah. the top. Wizards pretty I feel good. Like Merlin, I'm sorry, Merlin was pretty Merlin. good. Merlin, yeah. No, Iceman was the cooler name as a kid. I thought Maverick cooler was pretty than... cool. Yeah, it was cool, but I, I think as know. a kid you don't really understand what Maverick means. Like right. you kind of learn what Maverick means <laughs> by watching that movie. But it's a very I, I we were discussing you know the popularity of this movie, and how I never I didn't see this movie as a kid, so watching it for the first time as an adult, and for the second time also as an adult again, but I I get it why it was so popular because it's like Star Wars, Rocky, and GI Joe all in one. Yeah. I wish the trailer just said that. <laughs> the end. Well, I could tell you. I'll tell you my my. Uh... My, the original time I ever the, the original time I ever saw it yeah that's how you say that sentence right yeah I don't see what the problem is yeah, I don't know the, why you slowed down no the original time I ever saw Top Gun was in a hotel room in Lakeland Florida I did not see it in the theater I remember our neighbor Jason loved it talked about the movie talked about the flat spin that was a huge thing oh yeah mm. and I can tell you right now I'll admit this to the world and everyone listening and the two of you guys when Goose died I cried. Nine or ten year old me, yeah, cried. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Yeah, that's that's part of the Rocky aspect of this movie. My favorite thing to do when watching TV shows with my wife, when Anthony Edwards makes an appearance, is to say Goose survived. Yeah, because he let, he went on to be in Revenge <laughs> of the Nerds. Okay, which I think it's important to point out. This is now the second movie that Tom Cruise. Real name, Thomas Mapo, Ma- Cruz Mapo the Fourth. I will never get it right. Well, you're not a big enough fan. Thomas Cruz Mapo the All you've done is create a podcast <laughs> centered on him. But centered on the films. Let's be real here. Okay. Second movie with a nerd from Revenge of the Nerds. First one, Curtis Armstrong from Risky Business. Sometimes you just got to say, you know, Booger. sage advice. Booger. Booger. And Anthony Edwards, who was somebody in Revenge of the Nerds, whose name was he? Was he uh, uh, Edwin or Ralphie? Those aren't either of their names. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the names from Revenge of the Nerds? Jason? No, I'm shaking my head no because I. Don't. I forgot to watch Revenge of the Nerds before we recorded this. <laughs> I didn't realize I was part of the preparation for Top Gun. I've brought up a list of all the call signs from oh. Top Gun. I think we should we should run through some of these. You got your Maverick. You got Duke. You got Charlie. You got... Although that might have just been her real name, Charlie. Yeah, I think that was her name. 
Iceman, Goose, Viper, Jester, Roadblock, Cougar, Wolfman, Beachhead. I think Wolfman's oh. my favorite so far. Slider. Uh, Wolfman. Wolfman's a good one. Yeah. That's for sure. Shipwreck, Slider, Merlin, Sundown, Hollywood, Stinger, Chipper, Storm Shadow, and then I guess Sprawl might be the last one I can see here. So I guess that begs the question. Hawk. What would what should our call signs be? And do we get to give ourselves call signs or do we assign call signs? So are we using top gun? I think we have to fly signs? planes first. Let's okay, let's pretend we plot we I think fly that planes. is the law. Right. right let's there say we fly law. let's say we fly planes. Okay. We fly planes. Or can cartoonists have call signs? Oh yeah, for everybody listening, Jason Howard is a cartoonist. Jason yeah. Howard is a very talented cartoonist. If you want to know more about it, listen to his episode of Stuff Said. Right. <laughs> I'll put a... Oh, good, good. Don't say anything more. That's it. Nothing more here. That's he's it. currently working on... We don't know that, what he's working that, on. That, that. No, we literally don't know because by the time this episode drops... Yeah, you won't Well, okay. Know. You know what? Yeah, let's hope whatever he's working on right now gets canceled by the time people hear this so that we don't <laughs> send them looking for the wrong book. Man, you're looking out for me. That's a good idea. We right. do not want people getting confused and like stumped, like in the comic shop, scratching their heads. Right. Nobody wants that. And if they walk in there asking for the wrong book, the people that run the shop, they're not going to know what it is if it's canceled. No. They won't. Why no. would they? They'll There's know no what way. it is right now as we as we as we record. record. Yes. Yeah, of course. But when they hear this, who knows? If they go in there. At this moment, as we're recording, and they say, "Hey, do you have the latest issue of Trees?" Oop! God, man, uh, we don't edit. We so. can't even go back in and, and bleep that. Can cartoonists have call signs a la pilots in Top Gun? That's the question on the table. Somebody answer the question on the table. The table, the legs of the table are straining under the weight of this question. Somebody, please answer the question as soon as I stop talking. Somebody, please answer this question when I finish answering, That's asking of... the question. Go. Yes. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to vote yes. That's oh, two to man. one. All right. But the most important person to this podcast said no. The co-inventor of it? Yeah. Well, now I'm feeling pressured. Maybe I made the wrong choice. No, I Maybe feel pressured can't. as if I've made the wrong choice. Follow-up question to the initial question. I've cleared the table of the first question. There's a new question on the table. This question is, do we assign ourselves our own call signs or are the call signs assigned to us? I feel like they're earned because Iceman was Iceman because he flew. He was like ice. He never made any mistakes. You know what I mean? Cool <laughs> as ice. Hold on. We Maverick. all know. We all know ice makes no yeah, mistakes. We all know that ice is infallible. Right. Well, he flew cool. Like, that's what Goose said when they were in the bar. Right. He's like, that's ice, man. So why he's, is... He's, he's cold as ice behind the... behind the. I guess it's not a wheel. All right, but Jason. But when he's piloting... All right, he's Jason. doing his piloty business. He's cold as ice and doesn't make any mistakes. And he waits for you to screw up. And then he's on you. All right. Then I want you to start explaining these other call signs, please. We so know Maverick. Maverick. We know Maverick. Maverick. That's easy. Why Goose? Goose because he's silly and funny. He's like a goose. And he's, got, he's kind right? of skinny like and gangly like goose, a gooseneck. Right? Silly Goose. I'll accept Silly Goose. Tom Skerritt was Viper. Because he, um, he's going to. Hey, s- these are Jason's questions. 
Christopher. Because he was angry. Sorry, and Jason. He would like sting you, like like bite you like a snake. He didn't take any crap like snakes don't. <laughs> Why was Rick Rossovich called Slider? That was Iceman's uh, second in command. Uh, it's a good question. Maybe he played baseball. It's a sports theme in the movie. Maybe in the off volleyball season, they played baseball and he slid into base. Why was Meg Ryan named Carol? <laughs> yeah, I'm stumped on that one. <laughs> I think that's because her parents gave her that name. Feel free to jump in, Chris. Well, Greg told I, me not to say anything, so I was, why I, I was laying back. I just didn't yep. want you explaining the call signs because Jason apparently knows how all these people earn their call right. signs. Well, there's a very important scene where Viper gets Listen, Maverick. I've watched a lot of movies about people who do stuff, and usually they earn their names. <laughs> I think he's right. No. We, cannot, we cannot assign ourselves call names. You're right. Did you know that the guy who played the principal in Back to the Future, who's in this movie, his call sign is Stinger? I didn't, I didn't know that. The one who says, I'm sending you guys to Top Gun. Oh, yeah, I did oh. notice him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. He was all sweaty. Sweaty with the cigar, chomping on that cigar. Yeah. All right, so he sends them to Top Gun. He's, I'm sending you to Top Gun school. Pack your bags. You're going to San Diego. To... I'm going to make your dreams come true. I'm right sending now. you to Top Gun. <laughs> right but now. He doesn't want to. He's mad about it. Yeah, he's so mad about it. Because they disobeyed. Didn't land the plane. We're right. Right now. Right now we're in the Indian Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Right? We're sending you to San Diego. Where presumably he doesn't know anybody else, right? It's him and Goose. They him go Goose. there, yeah. Right? Yeah. They're by. They're like, okay, it's a it's a whole new ball game. It's top Gun. They're walking game. around. They're looking around. They're trying to figure out who's the best. That's they're what Top to, Gun is about, right? They're trying to, and the, but you know, they're hanging out at the bar. They're all there. They're scoping out. Every, <laughs> everybody's like scoping each other out. Do you know where I'm going with this? I think I do. Continue. I think you're going to the end of the movie, right? No. It feels like you're Greg, okay. Greg has already caught on to the point I'm going towards. So, and then, he, you know, they see uh, Goose says, oh, that over there, that's that's probably the guy, the, the Iceman. Or maybe it might not have been Goose. No, Goose knew who Iceman was. Right. He knew who he was. Okay. And Iceman does that thing with his teeth. Although I think that's in the locker room. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can get back to that point okay. later. <laughs> but they're trying to they're trying to figure out like who's the best here. And it seemed to me as if these are all new guys, I don't know them. Five minutes later, he just starts singing on the microphone to that girl and everybody backs him up and they join in the song. Yeah. You've lost that love and feeling. Yeah. Now why would they do that if they didn't know who this guy was? At the very it, if anything, they, they didn't like him, like he was the competition. But they all jumped in and they help him out. They, there, before the that scene, there was uh, the scene they they had a little meeting together where they talked about the plaque. So they were all in that room together with uh, with. That's Viper. true. That's true. Charlie doesn't show up yeah. until after that. They're outside and she comes walking down the the path. You see and her plus, heels. And you're like, oh my, a lady. Yeah, but plus it's a thematic tie-in with the end of the movie. That at this point, early in the movie, they are all his wingman in the bar. So it's foreshadowing to the end the line where Iceman says his famous line at this the end is, of the 
This is why right? Jason is so important to this no, show. I don't. I don't buy. I. I. I th- the subtext of the the, the instinct right. and the cunning. I think the only person that knew who he what he was up what he was up to was Goose Man. I think that's what his call sign was. The Goose Man. Yeah, the Goose Man. Because he was like, oh, she lost that. He says she lost that love and feeling. He says, oh no, she didn't. Oh no, he doesn't want to go do it. Yeah, but then Sundown. Chi- Sundown's the one that chimes in. He's the black guy, the one black pilot. He's the one that's right in there with Maverick, and he like joins in, and then they all start joining in. So you're saying it, they were all just really good at improving? Yeah, they were all like, "Yes, no, th- and this was a thing that they did." Like Top Gun isn't the first flight school they've had, so they've been in Navy flight schools their whole career. Like Iceman and Goose knew each other; like they had a little exchange. So maybe Maverick didn't know some of these people, but I feel like it's so like he, a, saying he knew enough of them. Or are you suggesting that anywhere you go to flight school, they teach you that trick to yes. pick up chicks in bars? Yes, exactly. Can we they talk about that trick? <laughs> okay, so, right. let's let's introduce this trick. Okay, so and start talking about it. <laughs> so you sing, you've lost that love and feeling, and then it's got to be off key. That's that's the that's the pickup line is to pick up a microphone at every bar. There's a microphone and a PA system. Exactly. <laughs> All he had to do was ask the guy, "Hey, where's the microphone to this you place?" You cue that song up on the jukebox. Also, key every bar has hold, one. Hold on, I'm gonna right there. I'm gonna cut you off. There wasn't one. There wasn't any music backing him up. That's right. The jukebox is later. This was a cappella. That's right. So every bar has a microphone just lying around. Should you choose on the PA system? All you have to do is ask the bartender. Belly. Please hand me the microphone. Right. So they hand you the mic. Although I think he just picked it up, <laughs> if I remember correctly. He just picks the microphone up, starts singing. You've lost that love and feeling. Everybody joins in. They all disperse. And then you approach this lady who you just sang to. Right. Now, there's a lot of talk about Top Gun as having a lot of homosexual subtext. And somebody suggested... That that scene is the gayest scene in the entire movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anybody have thoughts on any of this? I, I I am not connecting those dots. Yeah, most people refer to the volleyball game, which we're going to get to in a second, Jason. Well, yeah. I, I would I would refer to every time Tom Cruise and Iceman talk to each other <laughs> because they're compelled to do it two inches from each other's faces with the prettiest grins you could ever muster. <laughs> And then, as you as you referenced before, yeah. that like that that little chomp thing that, that Iceman does, it's so weird. There's no way that's in the script, right? It's a little bit, just it may, it's like just enough. To, like I don't know, as a ten or eleven year old, like when most people saw this movie, if that was at all uncomfortable. Well, but, let's let's before we get into that. When when did you first see it? You you Chris said you just saw it or saw it as an adult. The first time I saw it, I was probably twenty three. And I was probably 12 whenever it was on in on like HBO at a hotel. Mm. So it would have been 87. I would have been, yeah, I would have been whenever it came out on VHS. So either later 86 or early so, 87. So, wait, so none of us saw it in the theater. That's correct. Mm. Yes. Well, I, w- I would have been in maybe like 13 at the time. So... <clears throat> I was not allowed to go see movies in theater by myself. Now, I believe this was rated PG. I can check that. Stand by. It is rated PG. Just like a G.I. Joe cartoon. 
That's crazy, right? Why? I feel like by today's standards, a PG movie, it, you know, is a certain acceptability for young children. And there's a lot of elements in this movie that, aside from some cursing and some sex and some other things that seem like maybe that's not cool. Was this, this was after the PG-13 rating was out, right? Or was this before that? The first PG-13 movie is Dreamscape, right? What did you find? Uh, what did you find um, objectionable? For well, I'm saying, if I was letting my my six year old watch Top Gun, there's some cursing uh-huh. in there. there oh, you're, is, okay. You, you were including all those things that you just suggested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it feels like, like today's standards of movies, this would not be a PG movie. Dreamscape was not rated PG-13. I think Gremlins. I believe it was Red Dawn, right? Is it Red Dawn or Gremlins? I believe didn't Gremlins cause the uproar? Gremlins was eighty four, and that is rated PG. Yeah, Red. I remember Dawn. seeing Gremlins in recent times and being kind of shocked at how violent it was. It's pretty great. I, I would I find Gremlins more objectionable than Top Gun. Yeah, and I'm not saying like Top Gun is whatever. It just surprised me that it was PG. Which what element in particular would you have made it be PG? Is it the, is it the cursing or is it the? Well, I think overall the overall theme is a very adult theme, which is what like win their... a contest. I'm going to disagree yeah, but... with you, respect uh, respectfully disagree with you on that, because this theme is a, is a GI Joe sh- movie I basically. Suppose. It's got everything a kid would want. It's got it opens up. You got the jets. Flying and landing on that uh, aircraft, aircraft carrier. carrier. Well, again, to throws be that fair, hook down. That yeah. slows it down. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And when you're when you first see that, you're like that's right. the I didn't know that's how that worked. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the coolest thing in the entire movie is that you can lock your missiles. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. and it also like when you're gonna and shoot, know. it sends like a message. Yeah, it sends a message to the guys. Like I can totally hit you if I want locked. to. Right. Which I remember that like, being my a, missiles are locked. That that like, was a big deal in the Nintendo Top Gun game. You guys ever play that? Yes, I played it. Get the lock in, hit get, the button, and hit it lock. again. Yeah. Yep. I missed that one. That's pretty good. I think I played that game before I saw the movie. <laughs> pretty so sure. So when you saw the movie, you said after it was out on on cable. Yeah. Greg? Yeah, I think it was on cable. I know we watched it from the beginning. Maybe you saw it on HBO. You it were in a hotel. It, it might have been HBO. Home box office. I know. I know that I was at the foot of the bed because I remember thinking nobody could see me crying. <laughs> <laughs> so we're good. I was with my brothers right. and my dad. Uh, when I watched it again a couple weeks ago, did not cry at all. Saw it coming. Wasn't as big a deal. Uh huh. In fact, I was like, "Why did I cry?" Well, you've seen him since, so you know he lived. <laughs> That's true. That's like a good that point. Like whole ER, like he went on, became a doctor. He did. He became a doctor. No, but also, he I think a nerd. at that age, you haven't seen enough to know when you're seeing something that's tired and cliche. And he also was super, he was the buddy. He was like yeah, yeah he Yeah, he was not the typical character to die. He was like almost the main guy. Yeah, he was the yeah, like ice he man was like, die. You're, as a little boy watching a this, as a little boy watching this, you you think that you're Tom Cruise and your best friend just died. 
Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, that's why you yeah, would you're cry. Probably right. And, I mean, it's probably a little too early. Is it too early to go into Top Toms? Uh, I don't think I don't know if it's ever too early, but all right, I'm gonna take us into Top Listen, Toms. I, I should at least explain the story behind when I first saw Top Gun. Let's hear it before we do Top. Before Toms. we do Top Toms, okay. So I I I didn't during this stretch. My parents didn't have a TV, and we didn't go see movies very often. So I didn't even know Top Gun was a thing until I went to Tim Spaulding's house for his birthday party, so and he the, said the Spald man. Yes, me and Derek Emerson went did to Tim, Tim Spaulding. Did Tim Spaulding have anything to do with the athletic equipment company? It was spelled differently, okay. unfortunately. Just checking. Very disappointing. I didn't know how many balls were flying around. Oh. Hey, uh, so he said, tonight we're going to watch Top Gun. And everybody was really ex- Derek was really excited. And anyway, I didn't know anything about it. So we started watching Top Gun later that night. And then Tim's mom walked in the room, and the dogfight scene at the beginning with the MIG, somebody said, damn it, or something in there. And so she didn't like that, so she made us stop it and said, you can't watch the movie. So then when she went to bed, she took the movie with, because she was afraid we were going to watch it after she went to sleep, which we were going to. So she took the literal video cassette into her bedroom with her at night. So the next morning... She left for work, and Tim left for somewhere. Derek lived down the street, so Derek and I were supposed to go home to leave Tim's house because the house was empty. But instead, we went and got the video cassette, and then Derek and I watched Top Gun at Tim's house. At Tim's house. <laughs> with nobody home. So. And did it blow your mind? It was amazing. I wanted to be a pilot and all the stuff that goes along with watching Top Gun when you're 13. Yeah. Now, according to Wikipedia, uh, Naval Air Force School recruitment went up 500% after this movie came out. I can believe that. Uh, I believe that. Yeah. Well, Wikipedia was my source, so I'm telling you it's a fact. I feel like any time there's a a movie that's of this level of phenomenon, I can think it was a phenomenon. Also, what went up uh, significantly was the sales of aviator sunglasses. For sure. And bomber jackets. And motorcycles, or no? It didn't mention anything about motorcycles, but I was going to mention the fact, like, all the awesomeness of this movie is first you got the, you get the jets flying around at the beginning. Yeah. Then he goes everywhere on a motorcycle, which <laughs> yeah. is there's nothing cooler than that. Yeah. While wearing those aviator sunglasses. Yeah. And the bomber jacket. And the bomber jacket. There's one girl. He's the guy that gets her. Yeah. Well, no, there's two. Meg Ryan is in it, and she's married to Goose. She's off limits, dude. She's off limits. To a 12-year-old, you don't even. Your mind doesn't even go there. No, it doesn't. You respect. You respect the boundaries. You got to respect the boundaries. And there's there's one other girl that Iceman's hitting on in the bar. Like you, like they, when they point out who Iceman is, he's talking to a lady. I don't even remember that. I I remember it as the only other time. There's a girl. In There's the movie. a girl. <laughs> Maybe that's another reason why. Now, why do people yeah, think this is a homoerotic movie? I think. <laughs> well, the, right. vo- the volleyball. Yeah. So the volleyball. They're very. Scene. They're very shiny. Is it because there are two girls in the movie, <laughs> one of which is on screen for three seconds? <laughs> I think that's part of that. I think that volleyball scene is when everybody points to. So I want to bring something up with this volleyball scene. I have an unanswered question. 
So in the run-up to this recording, <laughs> there's some scheduling. So I was emailing with our guest, Jason Howard, and yes. I said, are you available next Tuesday? So everybody knows this is now recorded on a Tuesday. He says, I'm playing volleyball. I should be home by 9, ready by 9.30. That was like a week ago that he sends this email. Today, one week later, it occurs to me that that might be a reference to the movie, and he might not play volleyball at all. Jason. I know that he has he's belonged to a basketball intramural league for a long time, so he's certainly an athlete. I make no qu- Listen, I have no question that Jason is an athlete of tremendous ability, possibly Olympic ability, possibly the special kind of Olympics. Well, where you wear a suit in the competition. <laughs> Possibly. It's a special version <laughs> of the Olympics. A special version of the yeah. Olympics is what you're saying. Yeah, you, you, know, you wear a suit and you run with your back straight and you are incredibly athletic. Right, but that is why I'm saying it makes it so difficult to discern truth from joke. Fiction. Joke. Yeah. yeah, truth and joke. The 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 one to the classic balance. The perpetual scale. opposites. Truth truth or joke. Or joke. So Jason, T or yes. J. Truth or joke? Truth. If you were here, we'd do the, we'd do the high five, the swinging volleyball high five, right? The need for speed high five. Which, which was not actually was that not double that. high five. I yeah, now that, that I just also. realized that. Yeah. They did it during the volleyball game. Yes. Yeah. But they didn't do it when they said they needed, needed some speed feelings. Yeah, I need, I need some feelings. I need some speed feelings. And then they high five. But everybody remembers it as the the revolution high five. Yeah. So you played volleyball. Yeah, I play in a volleyball league. When you play in your league and and somebody spikes the ball, or when any point is scored, or or a save is made, something good. Do you do you do that windmill, full double, high five, low five combo? I I will admit that in the summer we play sand volleyball. It's now indoor season. In the sand volleyball season, me and a teammate of mine were doing the revolution high five for ironic reasons because they played sand volleyball and Top Gun, and it seemed appropriate. Do you have a volleyball call sign? I do not. Are you like arms? (laughs) No. Giraffe. (laughs) You're you're indoor league. Yes. As a six-man team? Yes, six-man team. Your beach volleyball, is that two-man? Or is four that also men. six men? Four men. Four. Four. Yeah. Four on four. That's uh, eight. Four on four. That's eight. That's eight, 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 I, I, eight even, I didn't even know such a thing was was it was existed. It, it was existed. <laughs> yeah, I think you can make whatever existed if you wanted it. You could, but just the fact uh, that there's like a league of four four on four beach volleyball. Usually beach the, volleyball. They call that off-roading. For some reason, it seems like the only time I've ever seen beach volleyball on TV, it's it's uh, it's two on two, and it's always ladies in bikinis. I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I can't re- I can't remember watching much that, volleyball other I think than it's that. Either of the Olympics or a beer commercial, right? No, there used to be the Sun Kissed or Juicy Fruit used to have beach volleyball. The commercial. Yeah, used to see Coach Karate on TV all the time. Who? Coach Karate. Karate. Who's Coach Karate? Coach Karate. What volleyball. The- Two-man volleyball. I feel like this, like the sport of sand two-man volleyball was another thing that probably increased because of 
popularity increase because of Top Gun. Probably, yes. Right? I thought you were going to say because of Karch Karai, and I was going to say, that's impossible because you're the only person who ever heard of Karch Karai. No, he was he was like the best sand volleyball player. Oh, that's like, the name was... of a person? <laughs> yes, that is his name. There, the Nintendo I thought it was like a style. Game, I thought... It was like his his brand on it, his I name. Thought, I it. thought it was a Chinese style of martial arts <laughs> you sure you're not applied to volleyball. You sure you're not thinking of Konami, the video game company? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, looking it up on the internet right exasperated. now. Exasperated. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that we've never heard of Karch Karai. Yes, that's like an alien race in a comic book. It yes, is. we've been invaded by the Karch Karai. The Karch Karai are on their way. Do they know he about is the considered weakness? the best volleyball player of the 20th century. The thing would call. He's also Karchies. the only person to have won Olympic gold medals in both beach and indoor volleyball. Um, he played college for UCLA. There you go. <laughs> there go you Bruins. Go. Problem solved. <laughs> if only we had known that yes. factoid, I would have known. <laughs> oh, Karch Karai from UCLA. Of Listen, course. He was quite popular. And there was a Nintendo game, a volleyball Nintendo game, he and only... he was one of the characters. So you got you Mike Tyson's Punch Out and Karch Karai yes. volleyball. Yes, it was the same era. Doctor J Along and Larry top, Bird's one on one. John Madden football. John Madden, possibly uh, the greatest football player of all time. I feel like football that player. came later. John Madden's football wasn't that era. Gorilla that Monsoon's like tech, wrestling. Tech mobile. Or would it be Mean Gene Okerlund's wrestling? Monsoon 2K, I think is what they called Monsoon it. Monsoon 2K, yeah. Although that would have been post-Nintendo. That would have been a PlayStation. Yeah. Was that racist, the way it said PlayStation on those commercials? PlayStation. No. PlayStation. <laughs> that was racist, right? Those commercials? I, I don't know. How would it be racist? Explain the racism. Because it's like a like a like a I feel like we should Asian have theme, <laughs> feel like we should have theme music to this segment. Is it like explain the explain the racism? What song? I don't know if I have it. I don't on. know. I have no idea what song would even be played. Oh, I know. Free your mind. <laughs> I might have that. Let's see if I have it. Hold on. You guys talk amongst yourselves as I look for free your mind. No, I think Jason. I'm. Yes, I, I think Chris. Greg is suggesting that. The person saying PlayStation <laughs> is saying it in some sort of a of, of an accent of um, derogatory. I'm losing I'm losing my, my vocabulary by the second. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't sound like an accent that I would attribute to any specific ethnicity. Maybe it was a robot. Yeah, it sounds more robotic. In addition, Karch Karai earned his Bachelor of Science in biochemistry. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> That's like, tremendous. Maybe he was a robot. Lest you think he could only play volleyball. Well, yeah, I think well, you my... could program a robot to do any number of tasks. Anyway, I think I with, thought... With perfection. I thought it was somebody doing... I, only now that I think of this is somebody doing like a like a Japanese child's voice. PlayStation. Yeah. But yeah. I'm probably wrong. I don't know what's racist. Well, that's the thing. is In Japanese, it doesn't even mean PlayStation. Yeah, what does that mean uh, in Japanese? It means I, I would like another glass of water, please. Oh, that'd be delightful. I have some water right now. Is this our water break? I have water. All right, let's take we'll a break. Here. We're going to have some water. Let's take a break, uh, and we'll be right back. All right. 
Brandon, we're going to take a quick break to talk about a few things. How quick? It's going to be over before you know it. Are we going to be coming in hot? Hot like Tom Cruise and Top Gun? Yeah. Are we going to go so fast somebody's going to spill their coffee on themselves? We just may. All right. We just may. Let's do it. Before this thing is over. Visit HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. Yeah. For all things cruising show, cruising together. together. The show is called Cruising Together. You can listen to old episodes. You get information on new episodes. You can get our Twitter handles. Yes. Email. Right. The show us. email, yeah. Right. Which is cruising at HatterEntertainment.com. We, we invite all letters of all kinds. The Twitter account is at cruising show. In addition to letters, we invite reviews on iTunes if you can subscribe there. Heck yeah, please do. Subscribe, leave five stars, and leave a review. And if you don't know what to write, say real, fun, inspiring, or coming in hot. Which nobody ever says in the movie. But it's like a catchphrase. It's a catchphrase from this movie as we pre- we just mentioned, I think. Yeah. Right before the break. At some point, earlier in the show, for sure, and in the in, in during this break, it's part of the origin, I believe, yeah, of the I, entire podcast. The entire podcast hinges on that expression, that classic phrase that everyone uses all the time. I think I started plugs last time. Do you want to start plugs this time? Okay. Do we want to plug Jason Howard's work? We do. Jason wants us to plug his book Trees that he illustrates, that is written by uh, writer Warren Ellis. There's a first collection of the first eight issues available now, and the book resumes with issue nine starting in May. From Image Comics. From Image Comics, also from Image Comics, and written by the man who created The Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman, Jason Howard, drew the series Super Dinosaur and The Astounding Wolfman. Both of those are all in print and available at your local seller of those books. Comic book shops. And bookstores. And some, yeah. Yeah. BarnesandNoble.com. The internet. Amazon.com. Now, now, let's say I went to BarnesandNoble.com or Amazon.com or IndieBound.org. Would I be able to get your book there? You'd be able to get the G-Man Super Journal there, that's for sure. That's your book. That's it your latest book. release. People should buy it. It's great. I would, I would love for that to happen. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Or, for more information, visit ChrisGComics.com. I would like people to buy my book. Which is, picks one weirdest weekend. Is that what you were about to ask me? (laughs) I was. It's like you anticipated my question. Started answering it before I could get to it. If you go to HatterEntertainment.com, you get all the information about my work, my books. That will link you to PixComic.com. And if you go to PixComic.com slash store and order my book and enter the coupon code TOPGUN. It's like the code is the same name as this episode. 20% off. The paperback version. That is a great deal. That is a great deal that only uh, top subscribers are usually afforded. Yeah, Top Gun subscribers. Yeah, take advantage of this offer. All right, now you're selling so hard, you're coming in a little hot. Oh, well then, let's uh, try and cool off. And meanwhile, we'll return everybody else before we heat. Do, before we do that, there's one other thing. So our past several episodes... Who are you, Columbo? Yeah, just one more thing, Columbo. Past few episodes we've had... Well, this episode has Jason Howard. Last episode had Brian Smitty-Smith. The episode before that was just me and you being a bunch of yuckalucks. 
The episode before that was Jacob Shabbat. What was the episode before that? Dave Roman. Okay. But it, this is not a test. What I'm trying to say is those other names I just mentioned, Jacob, Smitty, you, me, Jason. Can you imagine a situation where all of us are in the same place? Yup. What would that situation be? Free comic book day, May 2nd, 2nd. 2015 in Greensboro, North Carolina at Acme Comics. That's where all of us will be. If you are anywhere in the driving distance, check that out because it is awesome. It's like a comic convention. We will all be there being awesome and drawing. It's a good time. Nonstop fun. Acmecomics.com for more info. Yeah. So now, Chris. Now we return to the heat. Now we can go out hot. And go out hot back to the heat of this episode with Jason Howard. Bingo. We're back. Ready for round two. Yes. What is it with you? Just want to serve my country. Be the best fighter pilot in Navy. Sir, you want to know who the best is? That's him, Iceman. So he flies, ice cold, no mistakes. Ice cold, no mistakes. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guys. There's a lot of people talking in this trailer. Do not like you or something? I got to do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. I got to give you your dream shot. You two characters... Are going to top gun. Two characters are going to Top Gun. That almost makes it seem like a comedy. The elite will make it better. You figured it out yet? What's that? Who's the best pilot? Who's the best pilot? He's always chewing gum too. I'll kill him. awesome. Every time you go up in the air, you're unsafe. That's right. I am dangerous. Now you're flying. It's your attitude. I guess when I see something, I go right after it. It takes a lot more than just fancy flying. I got a family to This is the dark the moment of the soul. The only family I've got. Everybody's in the dark house. Gentlemen, this school is about combat. Ten more seconds, then I've got him. There are no points for second place. What you do up there is dangerous. It is dangerous. But you've got to go on. Ice. Yes, sir. Hollywood. Yes, sir. Sector two. Maverick, you back him up with Merlin on Ready Top Gun. Pretty good trailer. And we're back. Talking about like Top it Gun. Been, could have been a cooler trailer, right? Like if that trailer were made today. Oh, that's a terrible trailer well, today. If it were made today, it would you know, be in a world. In a world. I mean, if it was made 15 years ago, it would be in a world. In a world. But that looked awesome. The the fight scenes and all that. That's yeah. enough. Oh, yeah. That's like I can be Luke Skywalker for real if I enlist yeah. in the Navy. Right. Yeah. And so, get in an airplane. Something I want to talk about with these planes. Can we agree 
that the Russian MiG is a cooler looking plane than the F-15? No, no, we cannot agree. We can disagree. Taking away the fact that the wings on the F-14 go like that, like open. Well, and you can't take that away because that's what they do. But there's no. Re- What's the logic for the wing opens and openings and closings? You go uh, faster when they're back. Yeah, it's called wind. It's called wind resistance. Why aren't they back all the time? It's called aerodynamics. You need, you need lift. You need more surface area exposed for lift, and when you're taking off and landing, and at slower speeds. I think the MIGs were cooler looking. Chris, where no. do you stand on this? I I didn't really. I felt like they were moving too fast for me to make a judgment on that. The MIGs no, look that... like rockets. They were like tubes yeah. with wings fa- set far back. It was cool. They're like Corvettes in the sky. Well, they can do oh, a 4G we... free fall. Well, we know that now. Negative Gs, I yeah. believe they were, weren't they? Because <laughs> oh, the, the, what, what were they? The F4? Is that what they are? The U.S. planes? Aren't they F14s? F- F14 Tomcat. Is that right? Is it Am Tomcat or right? Tomahawk? Tomahawk's a helicopter. Tomcat, I think. Yeah. Or you're thinking of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Tomcat. Or Tom Cat voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. Plan. That's right. Tom I'm pretty sure Tom it's Cat. a Cat. Yeah, F fourteen. But it looks like a spaceship. No, like it's MIG, way cooler. The MIG looks like no, a rocket, like the, a nineteen fifties. Yeah, the MIG rocket. looks like a rocket, but the 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 F fourteen looks like a spaceship. Like it's all chiseled and the wings go back, it's a big triangle shape. I like the I like the MIG. I love the first time you see a MIG. It's like all black. It's yeah. got like a red star. It's awesome. It's like it's like the evil. It's like the evil plane. You it's know, amazing. like it cuts in. It's like a silhouette, and then it's black, and you see the red star on it. Yeah, they're cooler looking. The Navy they're made not. made available several aircraft from F fourteen fighter squadron VF fifty one Screaming Eagles. Oh, for the film. Thanks for that, Chris. <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet trivia. You were asking about planes. I was asking about planes. I think it's time for some top toms. What do you think, Chris Giarusso? My top tom? Hold on. Do you think it's time for top toms? Okay, I'll tell you what my top tom is then. Hold on, Jason, are you ready for some top toms? I have never been more ready. All right. I'm looking right at him. And he Let's looks ready. Toms. Well, who wants to go first? Well, we're playing the, let's play a little bit of the theme song for Top Toms. All right, quiet then. And then we'll fade it out. That's hot fade yeah, out. That was, totally, that was a very smooth fade. Smooth fade. Top Toms. I'll go. I would like to go third. All right, I'll go first. Okay. I got two Top Toms. All right. My first top Tom is with respect to Tom Cruise acting. And I'm going to say the entire sequence, after Goose died, he doesn't say anything. But like when he's just in the house collecting the things, uh-huh. and then he sees Meg Ryan, that's heavy, man. That's some top Tom. Yeah. Top shelf Tom. I feel like somebody watched that and said, we want him in Rain Man. That's one. Mm. Second top Tom. He's just awesome with the aviators and the bomber jacket on the motorcycle. 
I'll give you that. I don't. There's no other. I, be- I believe I mentioned that earlier. You did. Yeah. I just didn't chime in with my top Tom yet right, because right. it didn't seem. I think those are my two top Toms. My victorious Val Kilmer is that bite because that's tremendous. I didn't realize we had another segment. We don't. You already. You already. You already. You already pausing this segment down for a new segment, victorious <laughs> Vals. Yeah. Should I, we finish victorious Vals before we dive back in? To top toms because I don't know what my victorious. How about we ping pong it? So now we'll go to Jason. All right, we need a victorious Val and then go into your top tom. Well, the victorious Val, like the best part with him, right, is at the end. I know what he's going to say. He says, "You can be my wingman." No, that's not what I was going to say. I got my victorious Val locked. Save it. You're going to close on a victorious Val. All right, you can always be my wingman. And do you have some top toms or a top tom? I, I think I can come up with one. I wasn't really prepared for this segment. <laughs> well, you did see I the re- movie. Yes, I have seen the movie. So, But I have to think, all right, what is the top Tom moment of the whole movie? Like, sure. that's a lot of pressure on the spot. Would you like me to go first? Sure, you go first. Okay, but don't don't take one that I might be thinking of. You right. can repeat them. If you agree that he looked awesome. No, I was going to mention a lot of things oh, in wait, the movie. I thought of another top Tom. Oh, Ooh. technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We just lost Jason. Let's try and get him back. You know why? You know what happened? I I suggested that I would go instead of him after I've already established I'm going to go third. Yeah. And that created a havoc. It did, it did create in, a havoc. In the system. It created a havoc. A havoc and Wolverine meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> we literally melted down. You You blew up my Skype. We blew up your Skype. Hey, let me let me uh, just restart my computer really quick. That'll probably help it run smoother, clear out the RAM and all that. Okay. It'll take like two minutes. All Do right. we have two minutes? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna gab in those two minutes. All right, I'll be right back. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna gab about a few things then. Okay. Th- that lead into my top Tom. Yeah, because we don't want to say the top my Tom. top Tom is. We is... don't want to say it without Jason because he won't hear it. Right. Yeah. So. There are a lot of cliches in this movie that make it awesome if you've never seen any of these cliches before, and they've been all been stacked and loaded. Now, you say cliche, not cliche. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. No, I don't know if it's right it's or wrong. It's pa- made out of paper. Yeah, a paper cliche. Yeah. Yeah, so, paper and glue. Right, and they put, like, many sheets of paper in this. Yeah. So it's it's a very thick stack of paper. Total, and it's like if you've never seen that kind of paper stacked before, you're like, wow, that's a lot of paper. You've got the dead father. Yes. Right? Yeah. You've got the dead friend. The fr- you got the dead father from Star Wars. Yes. You know. Uh you've got the um the the new guy that comes in and guides you. Viper is like the Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars. Yeah. You've got his friend dies. He's got the moment of crisis happening. A hero story. You've got, you know, he's going after the girl. You got, he's going after the girl. <laughs> like that's, a, like that's a tired. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Let's see you break this thing see, down. I got, I got, okay, it's you got all the call so signs. You got the call signs from GI Joe. These aren't really cliche anymore. <laughs> How about we just take this chunk out? Because no, Jason's not even in this. No, sir. This is the best stuff. The hot stuff. All right. This is why I should I shouldn't have forgotten my notes. Hey, listen, you know you just traveled internationally. 
you can't be expected to be so on point all of the course time. Not. I was in Mexico where I was speaking fluent Spanish for four days. Adios mio. Now I'm trying to switch back to English. <laughs> That's why your English is so screwy. That's why. You can't even speak the language. Uh-huh. Hey, go back to where you came from. I will. All right. I'm go- I'm going back to Syracuse on Friday. Now here's two the Two days from now. This movie came out in nineteen eighty. Three days from now. This movie came out in nineteen eighty six. A lot of these cliches had happened before. Yes. Star Wars had happened before. Star Wars had happened. But I'd say at age 12, you wouldn't necessarily have the time to process that these are all hitting the same beats. Rocky had happened before. Yeah. I think the... I think what struck with this movie, it might have been during that 1980s America thing. Yeah. Like... Well, Rocky IV struck with that. Yeah. Second term Ronald Reagan... America. Uh-huh. First Toronto Ronald Reagan is different. That's Red Dawn and Uprising type taps, which we've seen. Uh-huh. Like these movies about fighting the machinery. And then it becomes much more jingoistic. Jingotastic. Jingotastic. With a Top Gun and a Rocky Four And a G.I. Joe. And G.I. Joe. Are there other examples besides the three that we've said four times? I'm sure there are. Iron Eagle, which came after this. Never saw it. Me neither. But my friend, uh, family friend Michael watched it over and over and over again. That had Lou Gossett Jr. I can't believe Jason's missing all this hot stuff. Yeah. Iron Eagle. You've got um, you've got uh, Yakov Smirnoff. I don't know if that's particularly jingoistic. And I think Yakov Smirnov was around pre-1986. Yeah. I'm saying from 84 to 92, there's a a definite sea change. Well, sir. Something to do some research on. Yeah, you know, I wasn't that politically minded when I was 10. But speaking of that era, I do remember Ronald Reagan giving Michael Jackson some sort of an award. Well. 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 Well, Michael. I don't recall. Well, I guess uh, one glove is enough for you. One glove's enough for America. Well, Jason Howard's back on the computer. Let's get him. Well, well. (laughs) I'm back. Well, welcome back. Oh, he's just doing his Arnold Schwarzenegger impression already. Uh Well, who are we doing impressions of? Well, I don't recall. Well, Uh, President George H.W. Bush. Close Man, enough. Pretty close enough, yeah. Close. Remember that time when Tr- President George H.W. Bush said, uh, Well, Michael Jackson, you've only got one glove, but you only have one award I'm giving you right now. He gave him some kind of a medal or a plaque or something. For saving us from all those zombies and that one, all those, all those dark creatures. Not only zombies, communist zombies. Yeah, while you uh, were gone, we were discussing the jingoization of American cinema in Ronald Reagan's second term. Because okay. in his first term, you get things like Red Dawn or Taps or what have you. Second term, you're getting Top Gun. You're getting Iron Eagle. You're getting Rocky Well, well wait, we should talk about Iron Eagle, <laughs> but that should be on the on the thing. Like You should be recording when, when, when that comes We've up. been recording Jason, this whole time. Yeah, we've been recording. Oh. Oh, so, well, there you go. So before we do that, we were in the middle of Top Toms. Oh, yeah. And I have not played top the toms. theme song to close us out. So, Well, er, Jason hasn't given his Top Tom. No. Nor I have. have I. 
I feel like And the, I came up with another top Tom that I've right. now since forgotten. When when he flashes a smile when they're walking into the bar in the scene at the beginning and he says something like there's a lot of targets in here and they kind of like flat he does his like Tom Cruise smile bit, you know, over at Goose. Like that's a very Tom Cruisey and Top Gunny and very like like it gets you on his side. Like I remember as a kid thinking, oh, this guy's like the best. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. So that's going to be the first time he flashes his smile outside of an airplane nice. going into the bar. That's my top Tom. Nice. I, I now remember my other top Tom. Let's let's hear it. After his volleyball game. Wait, what if you forget? Okay. He goes to Kelly McGillis's Charlie's house. Uh-huh. He needs to shower. After the shower, after, move. They, after, after they have their, their wine and everything, like right when she's ready to make it with him, he up and splits. That was badass. Like they're out on the porch. Right. And like they're, they're getting, they're talking. Like Keeps her off balance. And then he's like, all right, I'm out. I got to go you. take a shower. I got to take a shower. Yeah. It's awesome. I would, yeah. Maybe you I'd still be here right now if you school. had just, if you had just allowed me to take a shower when I first asked you, maybe I would stick around. Yeah. Exactly. Then you just had to wine, had wine with a stinky bro. Chris, let's get your top Tom and then your. Did he have a Victoria's Vell? Did Jason have yeah. a Victoria's Vell? I did. The, yeah. the you'll wingman. Always be, you'll be my wingman. You can always be my wingman. Oh, okay. All right. My top Tom is very non cliche. It's almost. It's, it's, it's a. I shouldn't have even said that. Hold that thought. How do you say that word? C L I C H E. Cliche. Okay. Go ahead, Chris. I'm saying it wrong. All right. Goose is dead. No. Spoiler. Maverick is in a spiral of depression, blaming no himself. because they were in that flat spin. They were in the flat spin. Uh, yeah. The after after wash or what What was that? Jet wash. Jet wash. That's that sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking after burner. Right. But Which was another video game, wash. right? You backwashed in my soda. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Made both of my engines go out. By backwashing into my soda. So he's now <laughs> depressed. He's packed pretty much packed up. He's at he's at the restaurant slash bar at the bar of the restaurant, drowning his sorrows. And Charlie walks in. And uh, and she looks at him. She you know because she's doesn't know what like what's what what kind of state is this guy in. She says, and the bartender's like, can I get you anything? She says, I'll have what he's having. And then she says, uh, some some kind of vodka, I forget. That's one of the things I wrote down that I forgot to, to bring. And he just says, just uh, ice water. Yeah. That's my top time. He's drinking ice water. He's drinking ice water. I'll tell you, it's not Stoli. I'll bet you it's not Stoli it's vodka. Not, it's not. Because that's the Russian ha- Havelock or something or Hemlock? It might have been Hemlock. It's Hemlock. I'll have what he's having. Hemlock? Ice water. What is your Victoria's Val? Victoria's Val is as follows. Maverick. Sorry about Goose. (laughs) Everybody liked him. Sorry. Perfect. That takes us out of Top Tom's. Another sweet face. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> master of the smooth fade. Listen, I have different gear today. Hey, we, we've got a lot of issues, technical things that we're dealing with. Technicality issues. Mm. Like the Jets in Top Gun. They had mechanics. They needed to be repaired. As opposed to the Jets in West Side Story. Or the Jets from the 80s, 1986, that have a crush on you. Or the children of those Jets who are male, the Jet Sons. Talking face-to-face on the TV screen like we're doing right now via Skype with our guest Jason Howard. only we had a robot butler. Jane, get me off this crazy thing. I think Rosie was a robot maid. Eep, op, orc, Uh, ah, ah. Yeah, my my Jetson's knowledge is much, much less than yours. What was the kid's name? Elwood? Elroy. Elroy. (laughs) Elroy. There's got to be, is there another, is there a human anywhere named Elroy for a first name? Elroy Hubbard. He started Dianetics. That's Tom right. Cruise. No, you're right. Scientology. Elroy oh, bringing it all back. You're right. Elroy Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Did you see that other uh, movie based on Elroy Hubbard? The one with uh, Master Elroy? Vinny Barbarino? No, not Battleship Earth. Yeah. I'm talking about the Master Elroy. I wish it was called Battleship Earth. That would be way cooler. That is what it's called, isn't it? Battlefield Earth. <laughs> battleship Earth is like Earth is a giant that battleship. Had Rihanna. Rihanna was in Battleship Earth. <laughs> the best thing is I mispronounced Earth. I said Battleship Battlefield Battleship <laughs> <laughs> Battleship Earth. I said Battleship Earth, thinking the joke was me mispronouncing Earth. The fact is I had the movie wrong. I did have the movie wrong. Battlefield Earth, where you had like that wharf head, right? Yeah, he did have a wharf head. He had a full wharf head. Stupid humans. What would the John Travolta show be called? What would the John Travolta show be called? Uh, What's the... <laughs> Let's see. Look, this looks like a Travolta development. <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna call it, Jason? What's your John Travolta? Uh, what a, what a Travolta development? What a, that that's a pretty good one. What a Travolta development. All right, what's yours? I got one. I'm waiting for you though. I gotta go last. All right. I don't. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of dead air. I don't have one. I'm gonna shorten mine. Shorten mine down to just simply Travolton development. I'm gonna shorten mine down to Adele Dazim. The podcast. <laughs> Adele Dazim, the podcast. Yep. Where we explore the many films of, of John Tom Travolta. Cruise. Yeah, John Travolta. Tom Cruise. What we're talking Starting about now. Starting with Broken Arrow. You would start with Broken Arrow? I feel like that's a pretty good place I to feel start. Like you have to start from the beginning. No, start with Broken Arrow. Just start with, we got ourselves a Broken Arrow. And then you could spin that off into the Christian Slater show. Oh, you could. You could go anywhere from Broken Arrow. You can go anywhere from Broken Arrow. That's a direct quote. With the soundtrack by... Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. <laughs> oh, Rod Stewart's the worst. He's got a song, Broken Arrow. Can we agree? We did not agree on the airplane situation. Right. Can we uh, agree? You'd have to have uh, die-cast metal models of him in front of me right now for me to weigh in. Well, I don't. Can we agree that Rod Stewart is terrible? No. Come on. Who else is going to bring you a Broken Arrow? 
Remember, that remember you were, before we even started recording, right? You were t- you were Nobody going on and on and on about how you didn't have any broken arrows at all in this. And I'm here and I'm looking around and I don't see any. It's true. If I want to hear, all of his arrows are fully intact. Ugh, stinks. There's no way you like Rod Stewart. I don't know. I, I offhand, I can't think of anything that he's doing <laughs> or that he has. So there's got to be something. I feel like bring over really some strong. of those old Motown records. Oh, that's terrible. That is it's terrible. a cartoon, but it's a cartoon. That video is a cartoon, and everybody's in it. Ugh, terrible. And we love cartoons, so yeah. And if it's reason. a cartoon, I like it. It stinks. Rod Stewart stinks. Jason, where do you stand on Rod Stewart? I don't really have an opinion on Rod Stewart. Everybody has an opinion on Rod Stewart. All right, he stinks. Yes. Yes. I, I think I'm in the middle ground. Some of his songs I like. Name me three some I don't songs care for. of his that you like. Call up his songography. His songography. It bothers me we'll that go I through. To... See, look, obviously I don't know them well enough to have favorites right up. Downtown Train. That's your favorite. No. This is the, this is top rods. Oh, I think I don't like what he looks like. <laughs> He's got that, yeah, yeah, want my body. Oh, look, that one. Not everybody can look like Val Kilmer. That's true. That's true. Even or, Val Kilmer doesn't look like Val Kilmer. Yeah, that's anymore. true. He, he really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, you want my body. Not everyone can look like Tom Cruise. That's true. Who still looks like Tom Cruise. Yes, he still does look like Tom Cruise. To quote... Our guest, Jason Howard, Tom Cruise still looks like an awesome action movie star. He does. I know, so you said it. His teeth are better now. Like, I did notice in Top Gun, when he would smile, that his teeth were not better like he, they are now. He got an Invisalign. He did. Well, better how? Because they, they looked good in Top Gun. You're just saying they're a little bit crooked? No, you'll see like his front two teeth are a certain size, and then the next one's over step down a little like a little smaller like they're fine they're that's like how they're normal supposed to be. Per- that's the golden ratio you're describing they're normal person teeth but if you look at them now they're like perfect teeth i don't think teeth what do you follow- what do you describe look you just made a slashing line across as if like all they're, they're all the same they shouldn't be teeth that's wrong follow- they should not be all the same that's anatomically incorrect i don't think teeth follow the golden ratio like your back tooth is not that much smaller. Once again, sir, I have to respectfully disagree with you. I know for absolute, with absolute certainty that they do follow the golden ratio. I feel like that. Because Mexican, when I watched the golden ratio Mexican. documentary, they specifically used teeth in, as an example and one, in the teeth section. Like the size of your teeth? Yes. The, this, the ratio well, of well, your... Where does it start with? Which st- one is the big one? From your, from your front tooth, the big one. Uh-huh. It steps right. down that ratio to the smaller next to it. And then you got your canine juts out a little bit further. Right. Yeah, I don't think mine do that. They're not supposed to go all the way straight across. Most people's canines are kind of like shaved or just have been gnawed down. Right. Unless you have what they call perfect occlusion. Right, from eating all the meat. Eating all the meat and rocks. Rocks. What'd you find out, Greg? (laughs) I decided that the best Rod Stewart song is Maggie May. See, that's a good song. I like that song. See? That's why it's the best one. See? 
all, all the rest I could do. You um, made me say he stunk, and now I've I've given him that rating. Right. But there's a song, at yeah. least one song of his, that I I would not turn if it came on the radio. All right, he's got a lot of songs that are just covers of old songs. Then he's got a song called "This Old Heart of Mine." It's been broke a thousand times. Yeah. This old heart, but that's also a cover. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather hear the original. I mean, I don't know if he wrote the first cut is the deepest. You're in my heart. How about that one? You're in my heart. You're in my. That's that's a nice. That's a nice song. If somebody else sang it, maybe. I don't like his voice. He always sounds like he's losing his voice. That's true. Do you think I'm sexy? Ugh. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that one. Uh, Then my girl. All these other, you know, just covers. Covers, covers, covers. Man, you're really scrolling fast. Too fast for me to read it. Some guys have all the luck. Uh, well, you're calling out the one, the, the absolute worst. Well, these are the ones the bottom I of the barrel. Do you recognize any of these other titles? Uh, well, if you didn't scroll so quick, keep scrolling. <laughs> A little faster, please. Forever Young. Ugh. Downtown Train. I wouldn't turn that if that was on the radio. Right. There's your favorite song, Broken Arrow. No, the one above it, the Motown song. <laughs> What's the Motown song? The Bring Over Your Motown Records. Oh, God. And then we could play them. <laughs> I like Motown Records so much. I don't have my own. But I need you to bring them over here so I can listen to them. Ugh. I'd rather listen to actual Motown Records. All the Motown Records. I don't recognize. Have I told you lately? That's a pretty good jam. I don't like that one. No way. I think I'd like it if somebody else sang it. I think most of these songs I would like more if somebody else sang it. I would like to immediately retract my statement that that was a good song. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just, I gave myself a few minutes to hear it in my head. (laughs) You don't mean, you don't like when he's like, like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's. Okay. It's no good. Can't right. do it. You know what? Look, I'm not. I'm not so. I, I am not so uh, wrapped up in my own ego that I can't admit when I'm wrong. And and you may have. <laughs> you may have convinced me. I mean, again, a lot of these are just covers, of standards and stuff. I feel like there were more songs I liked. I don't know, man. Winter Wonderland? Did you like his cover of Michael, of Winter Wonderland with Michael Bublé? All right, we can't talk about Rod Stewart anymore. Okay. I can't. I, can't. I am putting a, Stu- a Stewart restriction on the rest of the podcast. I mean, it's not as good as this song by Berlin. Which a little something called Take My Breath Away. Which is not really... A particularly great song, but it's better than a Rod Stewart song. One of those, uh, Simpson. Don Simpson. No, not Maggie OJ. Simpson? Huh? Maggie Simpson? No, not Maggie. Jessica Simpson. Yeah, she did also a cover sang this in yeah. recent years. And by recent, I mean 10 years ago? I'm going to say <laughs> four. 10. I don't think it was 10 years Look ago. Look it up. Looking it up. Jason, what do you got to tell us, buddy? 
About Jessica Simpson? About anything. Well, spe- like it reminds me that the movie was produced by Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. This was like their first their first one, right? Yeah. 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 And directed by Tony Scott. Yes. Now is he like, related that's... to yes, Ridley Scott? They're... Yeah, they're brothers. All right. Tony Scott is the better Scott, hands down. But he committed suicide. Nah anymore, he might not be. Is he the he, one that committed suicide? He might not have committed suicide? No, he might not be the better brother anymore. I think he is. Well, when you're dead, well, I mean, he, to... he has made some very good movies. I have made even the... though Ridley Scott seems to be the one that everybody talks about. Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott. If you go through Tony Scott's list, there are some good movies on that list. Well, I I dropped this on the Legend episode that Ridley Scott makes junk movies. Like. All right, pull um, up a list of Tony Scott films. Well, hold on. I'm looking up Take My Breath Away by Jessica but my po- Scrimson. Well, while you're doing that, I'll continue my point. I feel like the tone and type of movie that Top Gun was influenced a lot of that type of movie for a long time afterwards. Like you had the immediate things of Iron Eagle, which yeah. we mentioned. Which that first one, how amazing was it when they shot the missile from the plane that was on the ground? Never oh, saw it. You never saw Iron Eagle? Nope. Oh, because I, I was Iron Eagle was like Top Gun two, like it was like the sequel that I wanted that you know I never got when sure. I saw Iron Eagle. Although there is going to there's there is allegedly a Top Gun two in the works. Is there? Yeah, it's on the Internet Movie Database. Tom like Cruise with with Tom Cruise. Yeah, playing Maverick. The, what will he be like? And he, here's the movie. He'll be in like, he'll be in the teacher's role. Yeah, he'll be. So Tom he'll Scarlet. be. Yeah, he'll be Viper or, or uh, not Viper. Uh, the other one. The other one. Whose name was? Because we have them all at the top of our. Right at the top of my head, it's Jester. Jester. Yeah, because Tom Scarrett's still around. Well, they're all still around, right? But Michael Ironside is still alive. There'll be some young hot shots. And then somehow through it all, everything will go belly up, and they'll all be dead. And the only one left will be Tom Cruise. <laughs> and he hasn't flown a plane in 20 years because something bad happened. And he's getting back in the plane, and he's still got it. And he's got to fight one last battle as an old if it was, man in a plane. What if it's Goose's kid, and his name is Go- it's Ryan Gosling? <laughs> oh, and his name, his call sign is Gosling? <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the best. Yes, Ryan Gosling is the new hotshot pilot named Gosling. It's the son from the movie because he has right. a little kid. Right. Well, I think it's they the should... same story. Look, Tom no, Cruise, Maverick's dad is dead in Top Gun. So in the years, That's he right. has sort of played a father figure, and he does not want Gosling to follow in Goose's <laughs> footsteps. Right. But Gosling has taken on the characteristics of a young Maverick. So he's rebelling against his surrogate father, the real Maverick. Yes. And uh, he's so smooth. He flies so smooth and beautifully that when the movie ends, they change his call sign from Gosling to Swan. Ah, uh, he killed it. Did they kill no it? Kid like Damn that. it. I thought I had something. We, well, we, had, we had a pitch we, if on we had, the if table. We, if we had just walked out of the room <laughs> 20 seconds sooner, I blew we it. would have sold this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica Simpson, 2004. Ten, so years. ten years. You're correct, Chris. Yeah. All, I, know to, I, look, I know how to do math. You're really good at time. You really keep track of your Simpsons. 
You really do keep track of your Simpsons. So you never saw Iron Eagle? I've never seen Iron Eagle. So you like Top Gun, but you said Iron Eagle, no, not happening? I think I, I will say this. I mean, I as like, a kid, you don't really have much. Oh, no, I remember Iron Eagle because family oh. friends loved it. I liked was Top Gun. Great. I wasn't obsessed with Top Gun. I was much more obsessed with Back to the Future, Teen Wolf. Oh, yeah. And uh, what was, and any Disney movie. Talk about jingoistic. Teen Wolf? <laughs> How so, bro? Let me know. I got to spell it out for you? Yeah, J-Y-N. Go-istic. I understand now. That sounds mm. about right. That's pretty good. Well, the best part in Iron Eagle, and this way you don't have to watch it, and I haven't seen it since then, so I could be mixing this up with a hundred other movies in my head, but there's a kid and his dad is captured by some bad guys, and I feel like the kid steals a plane and pilots it down there like a fighter plane. I think you're talking about episode one of Star Wars. But at at some point, and I think there's like a rogue guy who's training him. Maybe that's Louis Gossett Gossett Jr. I think he's in it. He is totally in it. And at, at some point, the kid gets his dad. They're running back to the plane. The bad guys are after him on the tarmac. They get in the cockpit of the fighter jet, and the kid says, Dad, can these missiles shoot on the ground? And he's like, we'll find out. And so the plane hasn't even taken off the ground yet, and it's just sitting there, and the bad guys are coming at him, and they shoot the missiles at him before the plane's even taken off. It's just sitting on the runway. It was amazing. (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Iron Eagle. That sounds like some hot shot flying aerial tactics right there. I think you had to be there. That is on the ground tactics. Iron Eagle review, done. And then just to take it to the next level, another movie I've never seen, you guys maybe have seen, Hot Shots. Hot Shots? Hot Shots. Featuring. Hot Shots Part 2. Starring two two of the two and a half men. Yeah, two of them. Shark 2 has... has, uh, Ashton Kutcher. The two full men. Ashton Kutcher and Charlie Sheen. I don't remember what the other guy's name is. But he was... Uh, Ducky. 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 <laughs> what is Ducky's name? I can't think of it either. John it Cryer. John Cryer. John Cryer, yep. star of Hot Shots. Do you think anybody made fun of his name when he was a little kid? Probably John? not. Probably not, right? Yeah, like a toilet? <laughs> Your name's John like a toilet. Yep. That's what I would have yep. done. Because I, I make fun of any name. Tell me a name, I'll make fun of it. Um, if Jason. he had been born. How about Jason Howard? Jason? What are you, the son of somebody named Jay? <laughs> Jay, son. That's, that's a good one. About... If John Cryer had been born like in the Middle Ages where there were town criers, I bet people would have totally made fun of him. Like, that he was the town crier when he really wasn't the town crier. Was the town crier somebody to not respect? Yeah, people didn't like him. It's like the guy who brings bad news. Yeah, he'd be like, the British are right. coming. What if yeah, he, was he guy never brought... said happy stuff. He didn't? No. Town criers, they <laughs> were always, like, announcing beheadings and talking about about vandals storming the walls. So was there somebody else designated to bring the good news? I don't think there was good news. I've really, seen those movies. Listen, I, I really <laughs> like people, feel... People lived... You've, have you seen Game of Thrones? Those were rough times. Listen, Horses I, and swords. Guys, I really think... 
How about so nobody show nobody walks out into the middle of town? It's a boy. I really think it's important that we settle the issue that we started with. Call signs. Who's the best pilot? Oh. Well, well, maybe that has to do with this. So Iceman like, has it was, he was the best. No, no, I think we need call signs. That's another way this movie was like Rocky. It, our hero doesn't win. That's a good point. He doesn't. He doesn't win the prize yeah. like the that they were all after, like the top spot. But he yeah. didn't win. But he gets because respect. of his own failing. Right. He gets, the, but he still gets the respect of the Iceman. The way Rocky right. got the respect of Apollo. Uh, also, point. this movie's like Star Wars when uh, he shuts off his targeting computers. Uh, computers. Yeah, computers. <laughs> well, on airplanes, they call him computers. And then he starts talking. He just listens to Obi-Wan Kenobi. He says, uh, he's in there. Talk to me, Goose. And he, and he, he zones out and he listens and he like lets the force guide him. Yeah. His instinct. That caught me off guard. His instinct. That caught me off guard. I was like, wait, is he really doing Star Wars right now? Yes. The answer was yes, he is. What would your call sign be? You just We established that we can't assign our own call signs. Okay. So what would... And it has to be based on based on performance. Okay. Like so there what has would... To be right. I got I got what mine. What would my call sign be? You guys can assign me a oh, call sign. I just sign. can't... Okay. And we'll we'll go around and we'll assign each other call signs. See, call you. This you know brainstorming in in real time is is riveting. <laughs> Listen, it is riveting. It either hits or it doesn't. Yeah, hit. so there's something hit. Listen, we're all be we're all just quiet and thinking. Right. Well, I feel like it it should have something to do with with hmm talking right. You do you do two. You're now the host of two podcasts. Sure. So you, your call sign could be Chatterbox. That's pretty good. How about your call? How about Charmer? Right, charm charming people. They they're good with their words. That's a that's dumb. <laughs> I like that one. That's the worst call sign, Charmer. I agree. Like Chatterbox isn't great, but. There's something. See, like Jason is so good with like computers and stuff. We could call him Techno com- Computer Man. Computer Man's pretty computer good. Computer Man. Computer Man, it is. Jason. No, I want to. Okay, you and call me Greg Tron. Would, no, Greg would be they podcast have to sound man. Cool. They have to sound cool. It's Top Gun. Have to, so like Tron, you could like I'm good with like you know on how that about, logic. How about motherboard? Oh, motherboard's how not bad. Except that's short the word for podcast. How about logic board? I still don't. What's wrong with Tron? Tron like is... that would fit on my helmet. <laughs> That's true. You can make the font nice and big. I need stickers. But to the put problem across is, the front. you're now assigning yourself Tron, and the it rule is you can't assign cool. you can't assign yourself a thing. All right. So, what did you say? Techno. Techno. How about just tech? Tech or high tech? Sure. Uh, they still don't sound like Top Gun names. Tech, maybe. How about Airplane Man? Because <laughs> he flies None of them were man. Yeah, they were. It was Maverick You're Man, getting... Ice Man. Oh, Ice Man. <laughs> I guess the main one was a man. Ice Man, man. They were all men. That's what the sequel needs. It should all be women in this day and age. Oh. Like the Ghostbusters sequel, it's all going to be women. 
We need the Top Gun sequel to be all female comedians. And Maverick is old and set in his ways at yeah. the beginning. Played by and he Elaine doesn't want to teach. He doesn't want to teach women the fighting skills. Who but plays, at the end, he comes around. Who plays Maverick in this movie? Elaine Boozler or Paula Poundstone? No, Maverick the, the, plays Maverick. The women, and the women, they all have they all have this new new fighting technique in the sky that's very passive aggressive. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to come up with sweet, sweet call signs, are we? Contest. Look, I, I think I think if you give me from now until the next recording episode, I'll have some awesome call signs. How about we make signs. it a contest with no prize? How about you could be Talker? I could be talker. Mumbles. Mumbles. And Jason could be... Glitchy? Wizard. Glitchy. <laughs> wizard. How about Wizard? All right, how we about Jason is you. Wizard? Your hero Chris illustrated. Could be, he could be Mexico. Chris. Yeah, you could be Mexico. Hey, I did spend five days there. Chris can be right. hot tamale. I, uh, I'm practically a Me- uh, Mexican citizen now. It's true. I shouldn't even say this. I shouldn't even have this on on record. Or they'll deport me. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs> 